Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland cattle, horses, and white-tailed deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. Okay, so today we're talking with two uh, breeders that um, we've talked with a few times before. They do host a lot of sales within the Longhorn industry. So this is more of a little a recap than uh, a test like we normally do. So these two met in the spring of 2013. Um, one of them bought a cow for 2000 and then traded it, uh, traded that cow back to the other one who in turn sold her for over 20000 uh, But that's kind of what friends are for in their opinion. Uh, and both of their families have been involved in cattle for generations. Their grandfathers have um, arguably been the main influence in their lives, and they both uh, really enjoy hunting. Let's bring them in. Let's do it. All right. So thanks for joining us today, guys. Happy to be here. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the date and location for this year's sale? All righty. So the uh, the Midwest sale, it's it's coming back this year. Um, it's going to be the 11th and 12th. So this coming weekend up in Winfield, Kansas, uh, same sale barn that's been at the Midwest barn. Um, Friday, most cattle are coming in and Debbie is hosting a kind of a dinner and a party. It's going to be catered um, at the sale barn Friday afternoon. And then Saturday at 11 o'clock, we've got a 61 lot cow sale that we're going to kick off with. All right. Is there anything else on the schedule that you want to point out to folks? Uh, I mean, I would I would definitely suggest that everybody be at the party. Um, you know, cattle can come in. We're going to have a few in on Thursday. Uh, the majority of cattle are going to be arriving Friday. But um, I'd highly suggest coming and hanging out with everybody at the barn. Um, Debbie's speaking really highly of the caterer that we've got scheduled. Um, so it's it's going to be a good time. Well, we typically too, I mean, as you guys know, a lot of these sales Thursday is a good time as well. So um, anybody that's, that can come in Thursday or wants to get in Thursday, uh, it's generally not as um, formal, I guess is a word for it. Uh, everybody's still kind of relaxed, um, not as hectic. It's a little bit easier time to visit with folks uh, and good people together and go out. And it generally happens to Saturday after the sale as well. So. And who's the host again for the Midwest sale? I know it's changed since the last sale. Yes, yes. So it's the, the Longhorn Legacy Group, which uh, consists of Bear Davidson, Ann Gravett, Lane Craft, Mike Casey, and Debbie Bowman. So they're, they're hosting it this year. Um, a lot of excitement with, with the Midwest. Was it two years ago? Um, you know, they decided not to have it last year, obviously, with COVID. It didn't happen. So this is the first time in two years and it's coming back. Um, so did, did some revamping to the sale and um, got some really great cattle in. We moved the date too. It was, uh, yeah. Mike and Debbie's sale was, was always generally in third week in April, fourth week in April. Um, as you guys know, you guys have been there where sometimes in Kansas, it could be raining and freezing cold and snow and all that stuff. So um, we moved it to, to June. Um, I know that kind of interferes with, with hanging season 
for some people too, but hopefully the weather is uh, a little bit better and, uh, and what people are looking for. So. So will you have haulers available going back to Texas, Oklahoma? and? Everywhere? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much everywhere. We've, um, I know West Clark will be up there. I'll have a trailer. Um, we, we've got consigners coming from Colorado, uh, bears got a trailer, I think coming out from the East coast. So, um, yeah, there will be haulers available. So if you get something, um, as always, don't worry, we'll, we'll figure out a way to get it to you. So you guys mentioned Debbie, when you listed off the group of partners who host the sale, uh, tell us a little bit about why she wanted to get involved and kind of the, um, history behind her and, uh, Mike hosting the sale in the past. Yeah, I mean, this sale, Bear will probably know a lot more about the history since he's ancient, but, um, you know, it was always a staple. It was a great sale. Mike did an awesome job getting cattle in, uh, promoting. I think he was one of the best promoters that the breed's really ever seen. Um, so when, when the way that, that sale didn't happen, um, Debbie thought it was really important for the Midwest breeders to have something and I guess just kind of wanted to carry on that legacy, but with her own little twist, um, kind of like we've seen ladies like Lorinda and Ann and um, a few others do. Um, they're kind of doing stuff their own way, um, but also carrying on the legacy of their, you know, their late husband. So um, that's kind of her. She just thought it was a, a really rich sale um, history wise and wanted to keep it going. And a lot of people uh, felt the same. It's so important too to have those little, I mean, I'm not going to call it little, but just the regional sale markets. Um, you know, you see sales like the Wisconsin sale, the cherry blossom, the Midwest, um, you know, the organ sale from the phase to picker, uh, Melissa Boris with the, the Reno sale and just trying to create these little local uh, established markets because we're fortunate, right? You guys uh, chasing myself here to be able to do this full time, right? Like this is what we do. So to, to jump on a plane or a truck and, and drive a day to go to an event, when I say a day, I'm talking 24 hours to go to an event. Uh, is not unheard of. And, and we got them every weekend, right? I mean, we were in Fort Worth two weeks ago. Uh, we're in Kansas this week. Chase goes to, uh, and you guys go to Oregon. Um, you know, there's something going on in Michigan next weekend. So, uh, you know, trying to create these little local markets um, give a lot of breeders an opportunity to promote their cows in ways that they normally wouldn't. Um, again, we're, we're fortunate that we're able to sell cows privately because, again, this is what we do. And uh, you know, we went to school for it. We were trained on it. Um, but for a lot of people that might get into cattle business, I mean, their only way to market cows is to put them in a, in a consignment sale. So, uh, you know, not having one in Kansas, um, you know, kind of put it to the point where it's like, hey, you know, your only option is to jump in a truck and go to uh, Oklahoma or, you know, southern Oklahoma to Texoma or to, to Texas. And for some guys, it's just not feasible. They can't miss that much work. It costs them too much money that, you know, the dollars and cents don't penny, uh, pencil out. So, um, you know, prior to the to Midwest sale coming back, I mean, the Colorado sale got canceled, which, you know, we're, we're trying to get something in the works for that. I think that would be a cool thing to bring that one back. But, um, you know, the, the, the only sales in the Western half of the United States, half was Reno and Oregon. Um, and that's a huge vast of territory to only have two events. Um, and I know a lot of people travel to the same ones and, and uh, they do it because they enjoy it. But for some guys, you know, Oregon's the only sale they can get to. The Reno sales the only one they can get to. The Colorado sales the only one they can get to. The Kansas sales the only one they can get to. So 
you know, we want to do our part in trying to uh, provide uh, a market for those people because they're just as important as everybody else. So do you all have a, a favorite memory from a past Midwest sale? Oof. I, uh, my, my favorite, gosh, and this had to have been six or seven years ago. Um, I went up and I had my granddad and Ty Waring with me. Um, two men, both had prostate cancer, so I, they could not get synced up. I think that nine-hour trip took us 13 hours uh, to, to stop so they could go to the back. Ty rode with you? Do what? You said Ty rode with you? Yeah, Ty Waring and my granddad. And Ty said, you know, I don't need to smoke. I don't need to do it. By the time we would stop, he would have the door open, lighting a cigarette to stand there. Um, and I swear I could have made it to Virginia quicker than Kansas that year, but, uh, we went up, we, I think Ty, Ty, Ty sold a few cows. We wound up buying one, but yeah, that was fun with those two old guys in the truck. Um, it's kind of like that movie grumpier old men. <laughs> they were complaining about something or talking about this, but that, that was probably one of my favorite trips up there to Kansas. What about you, Bear? Good. I don't know. It's like, so that's not a sale that we, we used to spend a lot of, or, or a lot of time in when I started working for G and G. Um, you know, I got memories when I was younger, uh, we drove up there and Eddie Wood was selling a sale. And at that point, the sale was in the summertime. Uh, I want to say like July and I mean, Kansas in July could be a scorcher. Um, and, uh, Eddie Wood passed out in a block and, uh, just, it was so hot. And, that old man wouldn't leave the block. Like he, he was determined to die up there. So, uh, you know, when he would do his big Eddie Wood sales in Fort Worth, he'd sell 900 head of cows and never leave, um, you know, sit there the whole time. So uh, he ended up passing out in the block. Um, I know that was one of the last few sales I went to my dad, went with, went to with, with my father, um, you know, flying to Oklahoma city and he'd pick me up and then we drive up to, to Winfield and not necessarily the sale, but just kind of the stories with this sale. I mean, um, him and I shared a hotel room one of the few times uh, in my adult life where I actually had my own expendable income where I could buy my own ho hotel room. Uh, we shared a hotel room and um, uh, he went back to bed and um, all of us were kind of down at, at the bar just hanging out socially like everybody does and uh, come back up to the room. He's been asleep for a couple hours. The TV's on. I turn the TV off and he jumps up from his sleep and said, Hey, I was watching that. And like, no, you aren't, you were sound asleep. Um, to, you know, coming back from that sale, we'd stop in Stillwater where, uh, Chase will probably be moving to at some point. Um, but we'd stop in Stillwater Eskimo Joe's and, uh, um, I guess it was right. So it was April. I'm gonna say this was 2016, uh, the year that he passed away and graduation was coming in. Um, uh, Nice little girl was waiting on us. And so my dad strikes up a conversation with her and, um, you know, Oh, you're getting ready to graduate from, from OSU, Oklahoma state. And uh, she said, yeah, I'm graduating next week. And, um, my dad said, Oh, my, my oldest boy graduated from here, graduated in, uh, in, uh, 93. And she was like, Oh, that's when I was born. And, you know, my dad was just, was hitting on her, uh, you know, as a 76 year old man, 78 year old man. Uh, and, uh, as, as you guys know, you've, you've been barraged by his, his little lines of one timers every now and then. Um, but, uh, he was hitting on her. He's like, well, when was your mom born? And, 
she was like, oh, my mom was born in, in 70, 73. And he's like, what about your grandmother? And she's like, 53. And my dad's like, what about your great grandmother? Like, he just kept getting down and down. Finally, I looked at him like, are you done? And the girl took it in good stride. She was laughing and playing along too. But uh, just memories like that, not necessarily sale memories, kind of like Chase has just the adventure of the sale. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of what I, I think both Chase and I take a, a lot away from from these events it's not the cows that sell it's the the train wrecks beforehand and the train wrecks afterhand that when it's all said and done we sit there and talk about years down the road you know hey remember when this happened and uh and some of us still got all our hair other ones pulled their hair out but um yeah i think i think we all kind of have good memories and we're looking forward to making new ones um you know the legacy group gets a hold of the sale and gets to bring it back and Debbie kind of gets to put her own flair on it, you know, and uh, Mike had so much to do with it in the past that, uh, you know, we want to honor that and honor him, but we also want to honor Debbie too. And, uh, and then the new move she's making. Do you remember the highest selling cow that was sold at the Midwest sale? <sighs> I know Utopia, was it, was it I see Utopia sold for she sold for 115,000. Oh no, uh, she sold for 60,000 there. She sold for 115 in Fort Worth. That yeah. was probably one of the biggest cows. But heck, I mean, Bowman always had knockout cows in there. Like he worked on that sale 12 months out of the year. Um, like that was that was his deal. And he put so much effort into that and getting people to consign. I mean, I know Scott Pace uh, always seemed to have good cattle in that sale and always did really well. Um, and uh man i don't know it's that outback beauty I mean, that sales old no she sold she sold um at the legacy sale yeah but uh i mean that that sale was always one of the top sales in the country right i mean legacy sale uh midwest sale red sale like for two decades um that's always been something that uh that people have, have gone to because Mike pushed so hard, you know, Mike started the Bowman rule, right. And you, you know, you start something that catches on, you get named after it, but uh, where it was 10% commission, if you, if you didn't buy, or if you did buy as a consigner and 20%, if you didn't buy, um, uh, you know, and, and he was the worker of the crowds, right. As a sale host, he would kind of sit with everybody in the sale. And the next thing you know, you're buying cows because he was sitting next to you, like not because you needed that cow. Um, you know, Chase mentioned about him being a promoter, like uh, he, he would just get it done. He set a floor, you know, a thousand dollar floor at that sale when he did it. Um, and which was smart, right? Cause he got your consignment three consignment fee of $350. He got your commission of either 10 or 20%. So, you know, as you, the buyer, he guarantees you a thousand dollars, but then he also previewed the cows to make sure that he, he wasn't going to get any thousand dollar cows in there. But if he did get any caught, he'd run them through at the end as commercial cows and make $20, $50 on them. Um, so, I mean, he, he was a hustler and uh, I mean, he worked every angle that you could possibly think of. So for those people that get there maybe earlier, they're staying a little late. Are there anything, are there things nearby that you would suggest for them to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, most, most people I think are staying out talking at the few, of the hotels we have, there's a super eight quality in best Western um, in Winfield and, and Arkansas, um, Arkansas, Arkansas city. I always want to say Arkansas. Um, but there's, what is that little place? It's like, um, Isn't it's there? like out. 
what is it called? Well, there's a little pizza place called like Luigi's or something, wasn't yeah, there? There's, and there's um, there's also it's it's I think it's connected to the Quality Inn. The the Super Eight and the Quality Inn kind of share the same um, parking lot, but it's I, I want to say it's like Outdoor Joe's or something. It's a really good like steakhouse and restaurant. Um, so That's a lot of people. Isn't that on the north part of town? Yeah, next to the hotels. So a lot of people will, you know, go meet up for dinner there. Um, you know, obviously the the cattle are going to be something to behold and, and hanging out at the sale barn. Um, like I said, with, with the party that we have Friday planned and, you know, we'll have food at the sale barn starting, I think, at 8 o'clock. They're going to have breakfast and hamburgers throughout the day. Um, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff to do. Um, and it's going to be real pretty up there. We've had We've had a lot of rain um, down here all the way up through Oklahoma and all that. So it's going to be really green, real pretty. And um, I think like uh, Jay Cohen with Commitment Ranch posted and even in his ad, I mean, there's, there's a few breeders that are really close to the area. So if you get in early and want to go visit them, I mean, go check it out. It's, it's going to be really cool. Is there any last few words you want to say about the sale? I'm just excited to have it. Um, you know, we, we've got a few new consigners, I think, for the first time ever um, that are consigning um, and brought really good animals. Uh, you know, Russell Freeman and Jarnigan, that, that partnership that they have, um, you know, they, they bought the Spotlight Bull at the Legacy this year with Rule Safari signed. He's got a big ad, but I mean, they set up. I, I think all the cows that they're bringing are bred to him. Um, you know, and we've got, you know, Dr. Gilliland has consigned a bunch and Nick Mills. It's just, I'm, I'm excited to have it and see everybody. It's, it's going to be really cool to be um, back in Kansas and, and have a really good sale. We've, we've got some pretty nice animals coming up for grabs. Thanks for having us at the sale and we'll see you this weekend. Yeah, we're very excited. And then, like I said, it will be on hired hand live. So if you can't uh, make it to the sale, log on there, get your bids in and, um, we'll see everybody, I guess, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday at 11 o'clock central time for the Midwest sale. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thank y'all. Be safe. Thanks, guys.